MSW Media. You're listening to what we're drinking? Yeah. You gotta say your name though, too. Ready? Hey, this is Scotty Pippen, and you're listening to the Dan Dunn Show. And wait, hold on. The name of the show is what? What we're drinking with Dan Dunn. Okay. This is it. Game on the line, man. Last shot. Here we go, Scotty. Hey, this is Scotty Pippen, and you're listening to What We're Drinking with Dan Don. Swish. Well, pour yourself a glass, sit for a spill. It's time to have some fun. Let's do a little thinking, some picking and a drinking. Well, this is what we're drinking with Dan Dunn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody. You ready to hoop it up today? That's what we're doing. NBA legend, Hall of Famer, Scotty Pippen. going to be joining me in just a little bit. Scotty is now the proprietor of a new whiskey brand, a bourbon called Digits. We're going to be talking about that, his basketball career, and other things. Right off the bat, I want to tell you, I wanna, I'm going to give something away. That's what I want to do. Um, not long ago on the show, I told you about a product that I use. Because, you know, you're drinking, and I like to drink coffee, I like to drink red wine, kind of stains the teeth a little bit, right? So, I got this product, bought it on Amazon, called Luster Premium Whites Pearl Infused Pro Light Dental Whitening System. And I am telling you, this thing made my teeth whiter than Brett Kavanaugh. That's it. That's these teeth. They're, they're so, uh, this is whiter than the governor of Texas. That, that's how white my teeth are. Okay. Whiter than the Osmond family. Yes. That what could I, should I keep going? You get it. You get what I'm saying. So, uh, the folks at Luster heard the segment. They loved it so much. They said, Hey, you know what? We'll give you, we'll give you a whole nother kit system that you can give away to one of your listeners. And that's what I'm going to do. Give it away. Give it away. Give it away now. So here's what I want you to do. If you want this system, you're going to go, you're going to take out your phone, you're going to go to your voice memos, and you're going to record a voice memo in which you briefly tell me, briefly, why you ought to be the winner of this ProLite dental whitening system. I'm looking for cleverness here, folks. Be funny or incredibly pathetic, which can also be quite funny, and email it to me. At, to us, I mean, at info at whatwerdrinking.com. Info at whatwerdrinking.com. In the subject line, put teeth whitening, whatever you want. And I'm going to take one of these voice memos. I'm going to pick a winner, the best one. And then you will have that kit sent to you. I'll announce it on next week's show. Speaking of contests, we got another one. On the most recent episode of the show, I had uh, Lindsay Perry join me. And Lindsay is currently got a job called a really good job with Murphy Good Winery. She won this job and what it entails is she's been working for them for a year for $10,000 a month plus a year's supply of wine, a free apartment up in 
the Sonoma County area, which is where the Murphy Good Winery is. And now they're running it back, baby. We're going to keep it the bed. They're going to let's run it back. A really good job. Second year in a row. Here's what you need to do. You're going to dream up your ideal job, then you're going to pitch it. So to apply, you're going to create a short video introducing yourself, explaining what you would bring to the Murphy Good Winery, why you want to work in the wine industry, and why Murphy Good should hire you. And then you're going to upload it to the official campaign website. And that is at murphygoodwinery.com. The dream job can be anything from winemaking, even if you've never touched a grape in your life, to hospitality, to finance, and beyond. It's up to you. Then what? All right, well, then in July, they're going to announce the finalists. They're going to take final in- interviews up in Sonoma County. The winner will be selected and announced in August. And once selected, you, once you're selected, because you are going to win, you'll begin your year-long adventure with Murphy Good, first by shadowing winemaker Dave Reddy Jr. You're going to be exploring the ins and outs of harvest in Sonoma County. And then based on your application, Murphy Good will then work with you to identify your passion, create the ideal role at the winery for the remainder of the year and hopefully beyond. I think Lindsay Perry is going to stick. I think she's going to be working at Murphy Good for a long time. And again, $10,000 a month salary, vineyard front, rent-free, living in the charming wine country town of Healdsburg. I love that place. And a year's supply of Murphy Good wine. You know what a year supply is? A bottle every day. Stay thirsty, my friends. That's right. So again, a really good job. Go to the Murphy Good uh, website. Check it out. Get involved. And there you go. Other announcements this week. Uh, a lot going on. I'm actually heading... By the time this episode drops, I will be touching down in New York City. Uh, got a couple things going there this week. I will be emceeing the Whiskey X event in Brooklyn on Wednesday night. That's Wednesday, May 11th. It's going to be over 60 brands of whiskey pouring there. The band Dawes will be playing, and I will be emceeing. For tickets and information, go to whiskeyx.com. That's Brooklyn, New York, this Wednesday night. I really hope to see you there. And then the next night, following night, Thursday, going to be doing a live recording of this podcast once again at the Stand Comedy Club in New York City, right by Union Square. Going to be a lot of fun on the lineup with me. This is a happy hour show, by the way. It'll happen around 6.30, 6.40. Go for about an hour, then we're done. We can go out drinking after that. On the bill with me, comedian. Oh, what a slate of comedians. We've got Maddie Smith, Francis Ellis, and Lil Sasquatch. Lil Sasquatch. That's his moniker. Going to be joining me and probably some special guests dropping by. Maybe a little Joe DeRosa, a little Justin Silver, and some others. It's going to be a great night. And for tickets, go to thestandnyc.com. Sponsored by our friends at Rabbit Hole. You get a, you get a complimentary drink with every ticket rabbit hole drink look at that this is exciting stuff folks uh and i hope to, if, if you're in the new york area i really hope to see you at the show at the stand on thursday he's a big boy he knows what he said what'd you say you're right. funny how what just you know you're, you're funny <laughs> you mean so? let me understand this because i you know maybe it's me i'm a little fucked up maybe but i'm funny how i mean funny like i'm a clown i amuse you I make you laugh. I'm here to fucking amuse you. What do you mean funny? Funny how? How am I funny? I'm not just... You know how you tell a story? What? No, no, I don't know. You said it. 
How do I know? You said I'm funny. How the fuck am I funny? What the fuck is so funny about me? Tell me. Tell me what's funny. The dictionary defines fresh as recently made or obtained, not canned, frozen, or otherwise preserved. That same dictionary defines victor as one that defeats an enemy or opponent. This is fitting because when you combine the words fresh and victor, you get a line of all-natural, clean-label cocktail mixers that kicks all the other mixers' asses. Fresh Victor is like the Liam Neeson of mixers. I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Well, if great taste could kill, then damn right, Liam Neeson. Fresh Victor features eight unique blends with contemporary flavors designed to suit any palate. All of the ingredients are fair trade sourced. There's no artificial anything. The mixers are produced at a 100% solar-powered juicing plant with absolutely no waste. Right now, Fresh Victor is offering a deal to my listeners that should be taken immediately. Simply go to FreshVictor.com, fill up your shopping cart, and at checkout, enter promo code WWD20 to get 20% off your order. Now's the time to treat yourself to the very best mixers on the market, and that's Fresh Victor. Anything you'd like to add, Liam Neeson? I told you I would find you. so badass what we drinking oh hell yeah batiste rum you know what i'm talking about i friggin love this brand batiste rum is the first sustainable american craft rum what's that mean well it means that batiste's proprietary production process from ground to bottle has been rigorously reviewed and validated as being carbon negative it's the only known beverage alcohol in the world to have a climate positive natural production process without the purchase of carbon offsets okay you're probably still like yeah but what's that mean (laughs) it means you can feel good about drinking it my friends Batiste rum is made from 100% pure fresh cane juice, not molasses or sugar crystals. Most importantly, it's an incredibly damn delicious rum to be enjoyed neat or in cocktails. And Batiste rum has not one but two kick-ass offers for my listeners. That's you. Go to BatisteRum.com. That's B-A-T-I-S-T-E-R-H-U-M.com. Fill up your cart and enter code WWD15 at checkout to get 15% off all orders. But if you want their delicious reserve rum, you can enter code RESERVE and get 20% off. Batiste rum is the absolute shiz. Proof that great taste with true sustainability is not a goal for tomorrow, but a reality today. Joining me now... One of the best basketball players who's ever lived. He's a six-time NBA champion with the Chicago Bulls. A seven-time All-Star. An NBA Hall of Famer. The only player to have won an NBA title and an Olympic gold medal in the same year twice. Two times. Having done that in 92 and 96, he recently published a critically acclaimed memoir called Unguarded. He's here with us because he has his own bourbon. It's called Digits. Welcome to the show, Scotty Pippen. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's really, really an honor, man. I've been a fan for a long time. I am from Philadelphia, a Sixers fan, but I could not help but get on board with the Bulls back when you guys were doing it. Pretty amazing. 
Thank you. I, I appreciate it. Uh, I was a, a Philly fan at, at one time. So, uh, you know, we was all a fan of Dr. J at one time or another. So uh, I definitely was a big Philly fan growing up as a kid, 76. Me too. Well, that, you know, we're going to get into the bourbon, but I, I it sort of teased up a question I wanted to ask you. You're, you know, you're considered one of the greatest small forwards of all time. Who else is on that list with you? Just said one, uh, Dr. J. Who else you putting on that list? Wow, I mean, you're you're pushing me uh, in a corner right now. I mean, there are there are a numerous amount of guys. I mean, Dominique Wilkins. I mean, when you when you talk about these guys, the Adrian Daphne, uh, the Alex, uh, you know, these are guys that kind of showed me the ropes. Uh, Mark Aguirre, guys that I had an opportunity to to learn from uh, as a young kid, but also. Uh, you know, as a young player uh, that was in in the game with them as they were moving out. So uh, a lot of respect to the Bernard Kings. I mean, I could just go on. And James on. James Worthy have to be up there, yeah. right? LeBron, well, LeBron James did all right. In a, I mean, yes, got- I mean, you just, it's competition, you know. And when I see things like the 50 greatest, uh, the 75 greatest, uh, I, I I really appreciate the, the the honor and the respect, but um, me being a player that was in between the lines and battling, uh, I know there are far more greater players that are deserving of the same honor. And uh, you know the 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 number of you know picking the first fifty, picking seventy five. Uh, doesn't pay us respect for all the great talent that we have in the game. But again, I'm so honored to be uh, a, a part of that elite class. Yeah, pretty amazing. I uh, One of the guys that would be in there, and I just actually met him recently, was uh, Rick Barry, right? Yeah. So I go yeah. to a thing. It was the, uh, the Super Bowl was here, you know, and uh, there was a big party out at the Fox lot, and they were doing a, a thing with Rick Barry. Rick Barry famously shot free throws, uh, sort of grandma style, underhand. So they're doing a thing, and I'm like, oh, this is Rick Barry. So first off, I found out Rick Barry doesn't necessarily have the best sense of humor because he gives me the ball. You got you get five three throws. So I, I line up like I'm going to shoot a regular free throw, and he says, no, no, you got to do it underhand. And I said, what kind of idiot would shoot underhand? And I knew it, I was kidding though. And he didn't, it was like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm totally joking, Mr. Barry. I, I'm a big, you know, but I ended up hitting four out of five, Scotty, underhand. Wow. Four out of five. So maybe there's something to it. Um, hey, yes. Yeah, yeah. So the bourbon digits, I, I tried it. It is, it's a delicious whiskey. I mean, I've always been a fan of Savage and Cook and what they're doing up there. Dave Finney, who's your partner making this, making this delicious whiskey. So, it is uh, so everybody knows out there. This is a it's a bourbon. It's a five year old bourbon, ninety two proof. It's produced at Savage and Cook, which is up on Mare Island, up in the uh, Northern California area. You ended up, from what I understand, Scotty, you, you drink a little whiskey during COVID, as we all were, and you yes. start. And somebody presented the idea, like, why don't you do your own? And then what happened? Yeah, that was pretty much it. My business partner and I. I was sitting around drinking during COVID, and he said, "Man, uh, I noticed you 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 drink a lot of bourbon." And I said, "Yeah, I really enjoy. It. I think it's more relaxing and easy to drink, and you don't have to consume as much." 
And he said, well, I got a great idea. You should start your own bourbon. And uh, he said, if you let me, uh, I'll like to try and see what kind of doors I can open. And just so it happened, uh, he reached out to uh, people at Savage and Cook. Uh, he mentioned to me Dave Finney and, uh, you know, Dave being a great winemaker. Uh, I didn't know him uh, in the spirit world, uh, but he said, you guys will be a great partner um, and you guys should meet. And we actually reached out to Savage and Cook. And uh, I don't know what the message was left, but uh, they all kind of laughed and joked about it. and didn't think it was real, but they they did reach out and uh, we was able to connect and uh, they flew in during the pandemic and we were able to get into a restaurant somehow and uh, we had plenty of bottles of wine and had a handshake deal that we were going to do this. And, uh, you know, we uh, we both both sides uh, have been working very hard and we feel like that we've created something very special and uh, it's been a, a total team effort. I mean, uh, I can't take any credit for the taste of, of the bourbon. Uh, our master distiller, Jordan Villa. Uh, but you, but you were instrumental in the flavor. You came in with a flavor profile, right? And said, yes, this is how yes. I like it. And let's figure out how to get there. Yes, pretty, pretty much. And that was kind of the, the journey and, you know, really going through and tasting some some different mixes that he had blend. And uh, it was really about us just finding the right one. And uh, for us to all kind of agree to it collectively. Uh, but uh, it's it's been great. Uh, I, I think Jordan is, uh, he's very special, you know, and what he was able to create and what Dave has been able to, bring together here with us as a team has been very special. And uh, I, I think we've created something that uh, has some longevity and uh, people are going to enjoy it. So everybody knows uh, Scotty meant, uh, referenced that Dave was a winemaker. Dave was at Orrin Swift and he created a uh, wine called the prisoner, very famous yeah. wine and, uh, and then pivoted, you know, he was a yeah. guy that was, considered one of the great winemakers of the of certainly in the United States and then he just pivoted and said I'm going to make whiskey. Yeah. Pretty amazing. That's, that's pretty much what it's been. Uh a guy that's uh you know Dave's a hard worker and uh, once he put his hands and his vision on something then you can expect that you know it's it's going to have growth and and a vision behind it. So uh it's been great uh collaborating with Savage and Cook and it's just been going to be a, a wonderful relationship going far forward. Uh, you know, we're now grown into some different states after starting in Chicago. When so, did you launch, Scotty? When did it? Uh, I, I think it was March of twenty one. Okay, so just over know. just over a year, just about a year ago. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And now I, yeah. I have to ask you this: I was when I was researching, I was looking at some old photos of you, and you know, there's you holding up the trophies and all that. You've, you, I mean, the accolades are just. I ticked off a bunch earlier, but how did it compare the first time you got your hands on a bottle of digits? The first one you got, and you got the. What was that feeling? How did that feeling compare to say some of the triumphs you've had in the world of basketball? Uh I think it's been a lot different than basketball for sure, but uh, collectively uh, it's been that same type 
of feeling of gratification. I think because I feel like uh, it's been winning in some way. Uh, you know, we was able to um, get some nice um, reviews about it, and we've been able to continue to grow it. And it's been a team effort. So to me, uh, it's it's different than anything because this is something that I started, we created. I'm kind of growing with it, and. I I kind of own it, you know. I'm I'm gonna be with it the whole ride, you know. Whereas winning a championship is more like a career for you, and you're kind of in it and and out of it. So I would say that uh, this is a little bit more fun because uh, I'm I'm doing something that has more longevity, and I believe that I'm building something that's very very special. It's way way easier on the knees and stuff too, right? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's, that's for sure. But uh, you know what? It uh, takes you down in a different way if you take too much of it. And that's uh, true. Well, you look I, like you, you look like you still play. You look like you still play, man. Uh, I'm guessing. I I can still probably get out there and run up and down a, a little bit. You but, can do uh, it. I don't play too much now. I just kind of work with my kids a little bit and do a little training and working okay. on myself, but not a lot of playing. I got I got a little hypothetical for you here, Sky. So we, you and I go to the court. I'm a solid 5'10", two-inch vertical, probably. <laughs> We're going to play to 11, all right? Now, obviously, you're going to win this game. But here's the catch. If I score a single basket, if I score at all, and I played ball in Philly, I'm not, yeah, I, you know, when I was young, I score a single basket. You got to give me 20% stake in digits. Will I score? Uh... You're probably pulling my leg, and you probably will score. Uh, <laughs> I don't think you so. You probably man. was a pretty good little player back in your day, and you probably still going to the rec center these days, still playing. Nah, man, my knees are shot. I, I was out with some friends last night, and I said I'm, I'm going to be talking to Scotty Pippen the next day, and that's where that came up because you were one of the most, I mean, locked down defender. And I said, do you think you could score? And my friends were like. No fucking way, man. There's like, there's, if, if, if there was something at stake for you, like where if I, you know, he's like, he's, first of all, what are you, six, eight? Yes. Yeah. So, and I'm five, so ten. My friend's like, there's no way you could get around him. There's no way you could get a shot up. I'm like, what if I just ran backwards and threw one up? It could maybe go in. And no, my friends I think that there's no way I'm scoring on you, but. Okay, well, good. So, you're <laughs> so your, your company's safe. Now, when, you, when you're doing the whiskey, do you enjoy it in a cocktail? Do you enjoy it neat, or it's, it's all over the board? I've been doing a little bit of both. I mean, it's kind of like, depending on what climate I'm in, to be honest. Uh, I go back to Chicago. I like to drink it neat. Uh, here in California, I like to, you know, make me drink it with a little mixer or something like that. Uh, but I found it to be very comfortable. Either way, I've been consuming it pretty good, whether I drink it neat or on the rock. So uh, I, I, I think it's a pretty good bourbon. Now that we're uh, opening up a bit here, and, uh, you know, for instance, I'm the MC of a thing called the Whiskey X. It's a big uh, whiskey fex. I'll be there this week, actually, uh, in New oh, yeah. York City. But are you, are you getting to go out and go uh, mix with consumers and meet people? And how has that experience been for you in terms of meeting bourbon aficionados it's been awesome uh we started out in chicago and yeah been able to do some interviews and things of that nature um 
the, the journey has been awesome. Uh, I've been learning uh, as well as spreading my knowledge about the bourbon and just talking to people and sharing it with customers. Uh, it's been an awesome journey. It's been part of the fun of kind of doing it is going into these different markets and meeting people and whether they're a fan of bourbon or just a fan of Scotty Pippen. Uh, either way, it's, it's been a way to really get back out and have that reach and that connection with the customers and, and, and with people out there who enjoy bourbon. But uh, I will say that to some degree, uh, we, we have been, you know, with the pandemic slowed down a little bit in terms of being able to really get out and do things um, in bars and things of that nature. But uh, as things continue to get better, we will continue to get more out. Now, how would you describe the flavor profile of Digits? It's smooth. It's awesomely smooth. I mean, uh, I, I, I like to use the word delicious. I let everybody else use smooth. To me, uh, it's delicious. It, it has a, a cinnamon uh, sort of, I, I don't know. It's just, it's just too, too smooth to describe. Okay. I, I, so it's a five-year bourbon. So you don't have a, you don't have a tremendous amount of wood influence on it, which is, I, I like, it's not overpowering. I think you're, I, I, you nailed it with the smoothness. I, I find there, there was a sort of a nutty character to Vanilla. it, but, but there's, but there's a really nice mix and he's done with, with Dave has done this before and, and the master distiller of the sweetness and the spice. I think there's a yep. really good balance there for that. And, and which makes it, I think a, a really uh, great, a neat sip, but also works well in a variety of cocktails as well. Yeah, it really does. And uh, I've I've had it with everything from cranberry juice. Uh, I even tried it with Coke a few days ago. Uh, I like drinking it with the crayon pineapple juice. Uh, I mean, I've had it with watermelon, fresh watermelon juice. Uh, I don't think I've ever had, wait, watermelon juice and bourbon. Yes. That's yes. good. That sounds sounds pretty refreshing, man. Amazing. It's amazing. And you can chop up some fresh watermelon and put it in with it. <sighs> now I got to do this because I've never had that before, but I think I'm going to have yeah. to try it. It sounds pretty uh, pretty damn good. What's it go for a bottle? Do you know what's the retail on this? Uh, it retail, I think, somewhere around 65 okay. to $68. Great price point for a whiskey of that quality. Where's mm-hmm. the name come from? Digits. Is that your hands? Uh, well, it comes from the creativity of Dave Finney. Uh, yes, the picture on the bottle is my hand. And as we were having our meeting, Dave noticed that uh, I use my hands a lot. And he was like, wow, you have some amazing hands. Me not knowing that's what the plan was. Uh, and a few days later, he said, hey, uh, I have a booking for a photo shoot with this guy. And this and that he's gonna take some photos and so that's what we that's did where, that's where it came from digits yeah. good look good looking oh. bottle um and, and again i i i really it's a delicious whiskey and i don't need to tell you there's been a lot of famous people that have gotten in the game uh, to varying degrees of quality i think you know i have a lot of them on my show sometimes uh-huh. i have to smile and say yes i love it when i don't yeah. 
But I will say this, in all honesty, I do love this whiskey. It is really delicious, and I've I've been a fan of what they're doing up there for a long time. Be- before I let you go, Scott, a, a, a quick basketball thing here. So, uh, two things. One was, I want to have a little trivia question for you here. You, you okay. The Bulls is where you're known, but you've played for several teams. I want to see how the memory is here. See how much the digits has affected the memory. You were, you were traded by the Houston Rockets to the Portland Trailblazers in 1999 for six players. Can you name those six players that you were traded for? Wow. Any of them. <laughs> uh, I can name most of them. Okay. Uh, wow, I guess I can't. Stacy Ogman. Stacy Ogman is one, correct. Um, man, they dump half the team. <laughs> okay. When I read uh, that, when I read that, I was like, this is crazy. Six players for you. That's, I mean, not that you don't deserve it, but that's a lot okay. of players. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Cato. Kelvin Cato. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think the guys that was on that thing. Uh, uh, EG. I'll give you the initials. EG. Ed Gray. Uh, Ed Gray. Oh, I would have never guessed that. Carlos Rogers. Brian Shaw and Walt Williams. Those are the six wow. players you were traded for. The other yeah. one, the other question I have is you were famously a member of the dream team, which in many people's estimation, mine included might be the, the greatest collection of superstar players in any sport brought I mean, certainly right up there, but one question that's always, one thing that's always nagged at me and I want to get yours. There was one college player on the team. Christian Leitner. And now don't get me wrong. Christian Leitner was a phenomenal college basketball player, but chosen over Shaq. Now looking back, should Shaq have been on that team or should it have been Leitner? I would have loved for Shaq to have been on that team. Uh, I think we would have become, we would have become great friends and we probably could have connected like this young generation of players uh, have connected like, you you understand? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Me having a relationship with Shaq is huge as a young player, but I didn't have that relationship. Uh, Shaq was always on the competitive side. Was he? <laughs> and I will uh, I will agree and say that Shaq was definitely uh, deserving, but I will say Chris and Layton was deserving too for what he had accomplished. Uh, as well. You bring up the young guys and your story. I mean, you come from Arkansas, small town. You got to work your ass off for everything you got. You weren't highly recruited. You, but now when you look at these young guys, the one thing you didn't have to contend with and the guys of your era didn't have to, you didn't have social media. You didn't have a brand, you know, until you got to the NBA that, you know, do you feel like that's a, a, a plus or a negative for some of these young guys now? Like that they've got to not only, like, you know, you got 17 year old kids that got millions of followers on social media. Like, is that good or bad for them? Well, I think it's, it's good for them. I don't see any bad about it. I mean, you're, you're selling something high that, Hey, you only got to trick one person at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, so if you can sell yourself, to, you know, whether it's colleges or what, maybe even a NBA team, then hey, you you're you're promoting and selling and showing your own talent. So I think it's a it's a great stage 
for players. Now, they still have to prove themselves at the end of the day, but it does give them opportunity to shed some light on themselves. Well, always great to have a legend on the show, and you certainly are. Scotty Pippen, it, Digits is available. Uh, I don't know. You're not. Are you nationwide now, or but it, it, in terms of in stores? But people can get it online, right? Too. Yeah, you can get it on online. Uh, most states will accept it, but uh, it's definitely in Texas, California, Illinois, uh, Carolina, um, yeah. Tennessee. So, but you got it. You got it in Arkansas yet? Your home state? Not quite. We're working on it. Working on it. Well, it's a. It's a. It's a. First class whiskey, everybody, and I highly recommend it. And Scotty, a continued success, man. I, again, big fan. It's uh, you know, you. Pro- I think you're the best basketball player we ever had on this show. Yeah, Dan, thank you. It's a pleasure <laughs> to be on your show. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed it and uh, appreciate talking to you today. And now a word from one of our dream sponsors, Valley Forge Beer, circa 1950s. Watering gardens is my line, says Green Thumb Jay McGrew. But when you want to quench your thirst, then here's the thing to do. You ought to make friends with Valley Forge, the beer with a wonderful flavor. Make friends with Valley Forge, do yourself a big favor. It's pale, it's light, it's smooth. It always tastes just right, so you ought to make friends with Valley Forge, the beer with a wonderful flavor. When friends drop in, invite them to make friends with Valley Forge. If they're like most people today, they like a modern beer. A beer that's pale, light, smooth. Yes, they like Valley Forge beer because every drop is brewed especially to suit the modern taste for thirst-quenching refreshment. For downright satisfaction, there's just nothing quite like Valley Forge beer. In fact, the most a host can do for friends is serve Valley Forge. So you ought to make friends with Valley Forge, the beer with a wonderful flavor. And finally, I should leave you with a funny. An American, a Frenchman, and a Russian are stranded on a desert island. They build a shelter and they catch fish for food. One day they catch a magical golden fish who cries, If you spare my life, I'll give you each two wishes. Amazing, says the American. I wish for a million dollars and to be back home. Poof, he's gone. Sacre bleu, shouts the Frenchman. I wish for a million euro and to be back home. Poof, he vanishes. The Russian is amazed. Would you look at that, he says. And just when we were getting along so well. Tell you what, just give me three cases of vodka and bring my friends back.